1: And I am the Royal Brian. It is Superhero Friday. Woo! Oh, I'm so excited. You know, the randomness of all randomness returns and you are going to absolutely love this episode because, you know, it's like the best episode and the best show ever because it is. So, so there, let's rock it. So, you know, because it's Superhero Friday, I, I like to have fun, and you know I like to have fun because this is the day where we get to talk about whatever the heck we want because people, you know what? We need to laugh, right? We need some entertainment. We need a little bit of, of, of uh, what's the word, like insanity in our lives? Or, well, maybe not like real insanity, but you know what I mean? We need to have a little fun here, and so that's what it's all about. We're, we're going to have fun today, and and I have somebody with me today. Who is this?
2: It's CJ Thunder. Whee! all right cj thunder that was awesome thank okay. you that was a great opening thank you i just oh so much fun there's always so much energy on the show i love it and cj thunder thanks for being here yeah thanks for having me again That's, oh, it's great to be on the show it's a pleasure so you were on um it yeah, was it's been a while episode negative three i think yes negative three well you know it was before the show actually started one of those extra episodes. Well,
1: so no, it actually was episode three, but it was before the new format. So it was, ah, uh, yeah, but it wasn't a bonus. You're right. It was number three. I'm looking back right now. There it is. Oh, lucky. Wow, yes. dude. forty. <laughs> so let me think here. Three thirty thirty-eight 38 episodes later. You're back. Amazing. I'm just so glad you're oh, here.
2: I'm always here. I'm never gone. Well, that's I'm always, true. In the background, though, so you know how it is. Yeah. You kind of like are that ever present entity. I show my support in the background and the support is
1: fantastic. So thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad I can help. Yeah, man. It's awesome. Well, and I've told a lot of people about you. You're famous. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> no, well, spe- oh, go ahead. I'm go on ahead. a podcast. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a start. Yeah, that's true, man. Well, you know, and, and it's, it's good to be on a, a podcast that, that means absolutely nothing, but you know, y- you're famous and that's all that matters. So well, I'm on your podcast. So that means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that. <laughs> <No problem. laughs> Oh my gosh. You know, Troy last week was going off on the Nintendo switch and the new Zelda game and you jumped in and you're like, dude, that game is awesome. So yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on that game.
2: The game is it's amazing. Um, It's kind of, you got, you you have to get used to it though, because you're so used to playing these kind of large games on a console sitting in front of your TV. But when you could take the system around anywhere and and play this perfect game, uh, you know, mobile It's amazing. I mean, it's a a full game you're playing like in your car or, you know, when you're parked somewhere. If you're at the park uh, on lunch breaks, you're just playing this game and it's amazing. It's huge. Does a lot to do. Uh, The music is awesome. And you're just, you know, you're playing with Link. I mean, Link has been a part of my life for about 25 years now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: that's awesome. You know, I, I played the first Zelda. I think that was all I ever played, but I've heard this one just kind of blows everything out of the water.
2: Yeah, it's it's massive. I mean, g- this game. I mean, if you want to complete everything, you could you could spend a hundred hours in this game and wow. still not get everything done. It's like a full time job, man. It's it's it is a job. Wow. wow. <laughs> and it's um, it's a thinking game. There's a lot of mazes and and puzzles that you have to really think about figuring out how to solve. They're really difficult. So it's not just fighting. No, fighting is a. It's a small compared to what you have to do in that game. There's a lot of thinking.
1: Mm. Okay. This is interesting because I, you know, I I grew up with games that were more adventure games and I loved those games. I got into like the Monkey Island games and, gosh, King's Quest, which most people have never heard of anymore. Uh, But I loved those games because you had to think, you had to solve puzzles, there was adventure, there was beautiful, well, you know, at the time, beautiful graphics, that kind of thing. You know, like you really were immersed into a world and you became part of that story, which I loved. And then. It's like they stopped making those games and they just turned to constant fighting. And it's all you do is you go, you know, hey, we're going to send you on a quest, which essentially is to go kill 30 things. And I'm like, I'm kind of getting tired of that. It's boring. There's no story anymore. There's no adventure. There's no immersion into the
2: actual world around you as much. Yeah, it sounds exactly like what's happening in the movie industry. It's all about graphics and not story, correct? Oh, yeah. It's that same kind of thing. I mean, when you get games like Zelda, though, it's. it really brings you back to that that good time where these games had stories. There's so much to do. I mean, it's to the point right now where you almost need a strategy guide because these these mazes are so hard to figure out. You know, you mentioned the movie industry and that's, uh, I'm
1: starting to see a switch in the TV industry, especially like streaming TV. So like the Netflix shows, you're seeing where movies are going more and more towards eye candy, fast paced, lots of action, very little story, but yet the TV shows are starting to kind of go back to
2: intense driven story. Yep. Interesting. So, I mean, um, movie tickets are expensive, so yeah. you're paying thirty dollars. They they want to grab you with a lot of graphics to get you to spend thirty dollars to go to the theater. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah, I don't know. I, I don't spend a lot of time in the theater anymore just because of that. You you end up spending a hundred dollars and there's like three scenes in a movie you liked out of all those movies you've seen. You know, so hundred bucks,
1: man. You guys are uh, you guys are getting charged a lot.
2: Well, it's Southern California. Everything's yeah. expensive.
1: We, we tend to go on like Tuesday nights, uh, you know, the, the cinemarks here have, Well, I think almost all the theaters here now have like Tuesday night cheap night because it's the middle of the week and nobody can go and uh, they're trying to put butts in the seats. So it's like, you know, we, we can get by with a 575 movie mm. at night. Um, of course, if you want the big XD, you know, IMAX screen, then it's 875. But I mean, that's that's pretty nice. I mean, you go on a weekend. though, it's a very different story. Yeah, that's but, a great price, $8.95. Yeah. Hmm. That's why I see movies. <laughs> I, I love that thing, the discount night. But but going back to Zelda though, I think it's it's really, really interesting though, that that actually they're going back towards that story and, and actually making you think about it. And then obvious here's the thing. I, I would have thought, oh man, that's a risk. People aren't gonna like it. Uh, you know, especially if you're a, a fast Twitch kind of gamer nowadays, you know, like with, with <laughs> Overwatch, it's constant action, and I think, oh my gosh, this is so slow,
2: right? But it seems like it's getting a lot of love. The thing about this, it's not linear or it's not um, it's not like you're looking down on the game from above. You know how those old. Yep. So this is completely open world. So if you look across the map, you can walk there. I mean, it's completely open world. It's it's huge. The graphics are beautiful. I mean, the sound effects, the music, uh, just the quality of the game in general. They spent time on this game and they wanted to make it right. And they did. That's amazing. okay so
1: yeah. but it's all on a handheld.
2: how big is the screen? The screen is about seven inches I believe oh, that's not bad so it's it's pretty it's pretty large yeah it's a pretty large screen and it's a uh, 720p if you're playing mobile we dock it into the system it's uh it goes up to 1080p but it usually runs around 920p or so somewhere around there so you can play on your TV or your handheld right you just dock oh, it and you pick it up on your TV pretty much this. so it's, it's a Nintendo switch great. yep dang it. It's See? it's almost game-changing, to be honest with you. It's amazing. I, I want one
1: now. Dang it. I, <laughs> you I, tell me about something I want. I love things like this. I'm sorry I did that to you. But, you know, I, well, you it know. was actually Troy's fault, so we can go off. You know, you know my, my problem is this. It's justification of the cost, you know? You know what I need to do is this. The Real Brian Show needs to have like, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I go to Nintendo and I say, send me a Switch. We'll review it. Well, you know, that's what I need to work on here.
2: You gotta get those sponsorships going. Yeah, I
1: know. well, you know <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun. No, oh gosh, okay. Well, see, I'm mostly PC, as you know. I have a 360, and it was kind of sad because I got like I got all excited on 360, and and I got everything all amped up and ready to go, and then the Xbox One came out, and everybody switched over. Every single person that I know switched over, and I was like, ah, and I have nobody to play with now on the 360. You know, and I can't just keep dumping money into that kind of stuff right now. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, oh, now the Switch is out. all
2: no, the PS4. And I'm like, ah. <sighs> I have to be honest. Uh, I, I am not a fan of the one. I, I had it and sold it. It was. It was really? Awful. It's oh, because um, know. they went completely backwards on that the user interface. I mean, it's, it's so clunky and everything's an app. Once Within an app, it's slow. Hmm. It's, you have to dive deep into, to get to different options. And it's like Windows, basically. It is Windows. Oh, yeah. It, it's, I didn't like it. I got rid of it. It's, it's awful. So you sold that you have a PS4 though, right? Yeah, I got, I sold my, I gave my PS4 to my brother and I got the pro and then I got a oh. switch as well to pick one. You'd say, get a switch over a PS4. I would say get a switch because I mean, when you have downtime, you're out, you have something to do yeah. and you're playing a full game, not a mobile game. You're playing a full game on a mobile system. That's amazing.
1: You know, I usually have a lot of downtime while I'm driving. So, you know, I can, uh, I
2: can play. Yeah, Zelda. That. Oh, why not? We got While you're driving, (laughs) we want to keep you alive, Brian. (laughs) I'm kidding.
1: Oh my gosh. No, I think that's a great idea though. I think it's, uh, it's in the thing is, as you know, I'm not much of a solar solo gamer. So I feel like I'm, I I like to do the co-op kind of thing. And that's the one thing I know the switch doesn't have yet. You know, once in a while, it's kind of fun to immerse into a story like that. It's It's almost like reading a book, especially if it's a good game. And for me, that's, that's kind of a a cool thing. Plus, you know, here's the other thing, dude. And this, this is something that I, I I don't know. I kind of, I kind of, well, I'm going to be talking about this on Monday a little bit. I was having a hard time with putting down stuff to talk about because I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. I I usually I sit down on these and and there's, I think there's, this is the second time now that I've done a Friday episode where I'm like, Oh, I'm struggling with things to put down. Other times, every other time, it's like, it's not even a problem. I have more than I can talk about Mm -hmm. uh, than we have time for. But, I realized that in the last couple of weeks, I haven't quote lived much because I've been so busy with just, I mean, it's all good stuff though, like nothing bad, but I've kind of had my quote head down and I've been working and and it was funny because last night I was trying to calm down and and I was like super stressed out about trying to get a lot of these things done and I was, oh my gosh, it's like I I felt like I was hyperventilating and I couldn't catch enough, enough air and I thought, you know what, this is a time where I need to step back and do something fun get immersed into a story or something like that, because that is what helps me to kind of detach from the work side of things. Because, you know, being an entrepreneur, it's so easy to never turn it off. I understand. Dream about it. I mean, it's crazy. So having those, I don't call them escapes because, you know, I'm not escaping from my life or my responsibilities, but more of having those things that I can move to, to just kind of detach or deconnect from, Deconnect. I like that. I just I just
2: made up a new word. Deconnect. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're, wow. you're basically gonna break. Just don't play a game that's gonna stress you out memorial. <laughs> yeah. No, well I'm not gonna break, because
1: I I know my I know my limits now. Right. But still, man, I I could use a good game like that just to kind of disconnect we'll go back to the disconnect word. Because yeah. deconnects eh.
2: I understand. Deconnect
1: yeah. word. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, it's fun. We'll we'll call them real brianisms. We'll just make things up.
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll do that <laughs>
1: Well, it's good to know, man. I, speaking of uh, TV shows and, and movies and little things like that, um, we, we did go see Sarah and I went to go see go, going in style, going in style. Yeah, it's oh, the, one, that the one. Yeah. Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, uh, all those guys. Oh, my gosh. It was, <laughs> How was awesome. It? Oh, that's good. That's it was awesome. really funny. It was it was totally it was positive. That's what I loved about it is it was just totally random, funny and positive. And I ah, love it. You know, it's nice to have
2: a movie like that once in a while. Everything's so dark right now and so depressing. Uh, man, there's a lot of that dark, depressing stuff. And if, it's, if, it, if it isn't dark and depressing, it's full of drama and high school angst kind of uh, stuff. Yeah. Which, speaking of that, have you watched 13 Reasons Why? Have you started that? I have not. Um, I have it, and I plan on watching it this weekend or starting this weekend, but I have not gotten into it yet, okay. unfortunately. No,
1: no, it's all right. I was just curious because, uh, you know, Troy was talking about it last week, and, man, he made a pretty strong case for it. So I was like, okay, well, I'll start watching it. And I'm not usually into shows like that. And the reason right. is because, again, too too kind of depressing, I guess. And I will tell you this. It has affected me. Uh, and, and in a way that, like, after I watch it, it's like, okay, I need to go do something positive for a little while because it really can get you down. So it is one of those shows. But the reason I've kind of pushed through it is because uh, you know how much I hate bullying. Uh, in fact, you and I talked about that on episode three. That's kind of what that shows about is that there was a lot of bullying and as a result, you know, she committed suicide. That was herself, right? Yeah. And so that's, uh, that's the premise of the show. Now, uh, why is kind of why you watch it? And it's been an interesting journey and I, and I have to honestly say that the reason I've stuck with it is because so far I've experienced the same exact type of bullying in my life. So, you know, not the same exact circumstances, simply because I know um, you know what she went through was either specific to the story or the fact that she was a a girl and you know what I mean? Like certain things happen that don't usually happen to guys as much, but then other things happen to guys that don't happen to girls. So it's like, it's very interesting, but uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a really, really interesting commentary, I guess on the fact that this stuff does go on, that there's bullying. The one thing that I'm not a fan of is that they, they, kind of showcase that bullying's going on in, in high school. And then that's it. And I'm like, dude, bullying doesn't stop in high school. <laughs> it doesn't not even close. It really doesn't. Yeah. And, and so I, I'm glad they're addressing it and I'm glad there's the whole stop bullying campaign going on out there. But once again, it's like, it's still happening regardless of what age you are or where you live or anything like that. But man, I got such a passion for it. So I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's gotten me to think a little bit about more of, of how we can, how we can stand up against bullying in general, and then, of course, even more specifically, depending on call it our calling or purpose or whatever. Right. But also, you know, just just standing up. I mean, I think that's the one thing, and I I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know what happens at the end. But the one thing, I don't know if they addressed the if they, if they do address it or not. But the idea that he, the main character, he never does anything, never stands up. I mean, he does and he doesn't, right? But it's kind of like, no, enough, stop it. We're not going to tolerate this kind of bullying anymore. And like I said, maybe they do. I haven't seen all the episodes yet. I think bullying, there's direct attack, you know, in a way that really hurts somebody. But I right. think another form, I wouldn't call this bullying, but something that goes right along with bullying is the person who sees it and does nothing about it and doesn't stand up for that person.
2: And I have exactly a real problem with that. Yeah, it's exactly the same. you are It's the same people that will see a fight and they're recording it rather than helping stop the fight. You know, they're recording mm-hmm. it with their iPhone so they could post it on YouTube later. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's, it's awful. I went
1: through a, a pretty dark time of my life, you know, uh, about eight years ago or whatever. And, and during that time, it was like I needed people so badly to just kind of help me through it and and be there. And a lot of my friends, probably most of them and the people that I knew just disappeared from my life. And then a couple of years later, I found out from many of them that they said, well, I didn't know what to say. So I said and did nothing,
2: which is the opposite of what you should do.
1: Dude, it's a miracle. I'm alive today. Yeah. I went through a pretty tough time and I was very close to, to ending my life as well. And I'm, you know, that's not something I've ever talked about on the real Brian show. And thankfully I'm in a completely different place now and that's good. And I'm, we're not there anymore. Let's just put it that way. But right. there was a time and most of the reason that I even thought about ending my life is because people weren't there for me and I you didn't think fun. I mattered. Yeah, I felt alone. Exactly. And you know, yep. it's, it, she says something in the, in the show that I was like, Oh, that is such a true statement. She says the world and people would be better off without me. That is a thought that goes through people's heads. And when you start thinking
2: like that, it's, that's, that's hard dangerous. to get rid of. Yeah. That's very yeah. dangerous. I, I see it. I see it a lot out here too. And it's sometimes I, I think, what are the parents doing? Why are, they, why are the parents letting their kids get away with this kind of behavior? Or I don't know if they know it. I mean, it's, I don't think the kid's turning it off when they're at home. They're probably so used to doing it that it's just them now,
1: right? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I I think there are some people that know it but don't know what to do with it or don't recognize the symptoms. Even signs leading to that, even signs of being bullied, a lot of times people don't want to talk about it. A lot of times people don't want to hear it. So they they try to turn you, tune you off and then they'll just, and like it's uncomfortable, right? So you hear somebody start talking like that and you're just like, I don't want to be around that person.
2: Yeah, change the subject to walk away or something, right? Exactly. Yeah, I know. And it's, I think that's uh,
1: you know, there, there's a difference between chronic negativity, which I think is is not good and that's unhealthy, and you know, that's an attitude issue. And then when somebody is desperately in a time of need, there's there's your, a difference.
2: Your one message to that person could be the changing point for that person. Just that one message, you know. You have to go around caring about everyone. Now, I, I mean, it's it's kind of yeah. You have to look out for everyone and you're, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. I mean, it's just, the, the I mean, the way I do it is I treat everyone the way I want to be treated. Like I give out what I want to receive. That's how I do it. Nice. That's a law of attraction. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not sitting around, you know, waiting for something to come good. If I'm not giving anything good. Yeah. I just, I I wish uh, we could see a change in this, but it's, it it looks like it's going to be a difficult process to get through, but hopefully we get through it.
1: Well, you know, I talked about, uh, I don't know what episode it was, but you know, the overcoming the bullies in your life. And and I don't think you can ever stop bullying. I, I, you know, it's, it's going to be around forever, right? but we can, we can at least make a difference with those that, you know, we're, we have the privilege and the opportunity to, to be a part of, you know, so whether that's encouraging everyone here on this show right now to, like you just said, treat others as you would want to be treated. And I mean, really do that. And I know none of us are going to be perfect and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to hurt people. I know that because none of us are perfect, but intending to go after that, that's a start. That's a change right there. But then those who have been bullied, which is pretty much every one of us, (laughs) I don't know anyone that hasn't right. But if it's something that, you know, has affected you and you've never really dealt with it, holy cow, what I encourage talking to someone that actually is uh, legitimately able to help you. I would highly, highly, highly encourage that because sometimes you don't even really know what's there, what's bothering you or how to process through that. But also, if it's actually happening right now, reach out to us or someone that you can trust and be like, this
2: is happening. This needs to get dealt with. Definitely. You can always reach out to Brian or myself.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And here's one thing I will say because I, you know, I've been there and, and I, I'm sure we've all been there, but it's prob- there's probably stuff going on in your head like, well... Nobody probably really cares about this, or well, maybe this isn't that bad, or well, I you know, you know what I'm saying, like you're always gonna defeat the thought and the action of actually going and getting help or doing something
2: about it right, don't let it, yeah, because it's just gonna get to that point where it's too late, right oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly it can it can get there, and when it's too late, it really is too late, yeah,
1: you know one well, thing I would also encourage is uh. Reach out to people. Uh, in fact, this is something that I learned again the hard way is that when somebody's going through a tough time, some of us will know what to say, and that's great. Most of us will not know what to say, which is fine, too, um, because we've either never been through it. We, you know, we don't know what to say or we don't know how to help the person, but where it becomes the, a bad choice is when we choose to do nothing. The best thing you can do is to go to that person and say, listen, I, I, have, I have no idea what you're going through. I don't even know what to say here, but I want you to know that I'm here. I will journey through this with you. You know, you're not alone. Like that is the most important thing that I think anyone can do when somebody's going through a difficult time.
2: Right. If there's something that you know that I could help you with, let me know because I, I haven't, I'm, you know, I don't have your experiences, so I'm not sure what you're going through, but yeah. I'm here to, I'm here to, to help you. I mean, let me know what I could do. Yeah, totally, yep. man.
1: Well, that, that show really did impact me pretty heavily, uh, and like I said, I'm not done yet, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish it up, but I wasn't shocked by anything. I know some people will be, and I think I, I wasn't because I've experienced a lot of it, but at the same time, um, it is heavy. It's very, very heavy, and be very careful about binging on it, <laughs> making sure you've got something positive and healthy to, to go. Th- I mean, it's not unhealthy, but you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of a, a, it's a tough show to get through. So it's worth watching. If you think you can handle it to understand what really goes on and how to fight it and help others.
2: Yeah. I'd have to do it on a weekend for sure. Because if I'm driving two hours to and from work every day, it's going to be hard to get home and watch that show. Oh no, no <laughs> so, I, I, I'm, I hear you. <laughs> especially dealing with LA traffic and all the, the crazy people out there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: oh my gosh. All right. So let's talk about something a little happier then. Zelda. Well, we just did. (laughs) Did you want to talk about it again? All right. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So I I have to ask you this. Have you, do you ever watch honest trailers? No. Oh my gosh. No, I don't. Okay. That's a treat. That's worth going to honest trailers. So they basically, what they'll do is they'll make a movie trailer type commentary on uh, what the movie kind of like, this is really what it's about. It's awesome. So my my YouTube of the week, go check out Honest Trailers. They just did a Rogue One, or, or right they, they call it Rouge One because nobody could spell it when they were asking them to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Jeez. It does contain spoilers, so if you've never seen the movie, I don't recommend it, but if you've seen any of those movies, they've done a ton of them, and oh my gosh, they're so funny. That's <laughs> true. Anyway, there you
2: go. You listen to music, right? Uh, not really, no. What? Like what? Oh, no. <laughs> Well, you got me there. No, I love music. I love all kinds of music.
1: Yeah. From everywhere. Awesome.
2: <laughs> I thought you, you
1: had me going there for a minute. Okay. So there's a few songs that I found that I've just been uh, kind of listening to for fun, but you know how you kind of go, oh, I'm going to listen to these over and over. The one though that I have to say, first of all, is Zayd Wolf. It's Zayd Wolf with Ruel and I love Ruel. Ruel did the, the- well, they used her song there uh, for the theme song of Shannara Chronicles. Mm. Oh, I just love her voice and love her music. There's a song called Walk Through the Fire, beautiful. Just check it. It's worth it. By Ruel? Yeah. Well, it's by Zade Wolf. Uh, Zade Wolf. Zayde Wolf. Z A Y D E Wolf. And then Ruel is featured on it as well, but it's beautiful. Beautiful duet they did. M83 with Jordan Lawler. Walk Away Blues. It feels like I'm listening to disco, man. It's so much fun. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then uh another one that I just kind of I don't know. I I've, I've been impacted by this one. By Lecrae, which I love Lecrae, man. Awesome rapper with bray and isaac and it's called river of jordan and a great song yeah anyway just throwing those out just because any music lovers these are at least worth a listen or two or five or six hundred
2: i'm gonna add them to my playlist because i I'm can use all the music i could get when i'm driving well dude i'll tell you what man if you have do you follow my list i'm not on spotify oh,
1: okay no, no that's am cool. not
2: uh, I need to get on there just so I can see your list because you you have a lot of good stuff on there from what you're saying. Well, I'm constantly trying to discover
1: new music and I add it in. And then, um, you know, if I I like it and it makes the cut, then it goes into the the, the full mix, you know, that I just keep songs. And then this is more of a new stuff or stuff that I'm still loving, but it's also collaborative so others can add to it.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Check it out. You'll see me on there. I'm going to get on. I love it. All right, so tell me a little bit about this. Uh, well, first of all, we, we've talked a little bit about Plex, I think. I, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, but explain Plex, because I think a lot of people are like, what's Plex? It is awesome, by the way.
2: So Plex is a media server uh, software, basically. Uh, you can install this software on your Mac or Windows PC, and it runs this media server on that on that device basically and this media server you can put all your content in there you can put music you can put videos tv shows pictures everything and you put you dump all your stuff into this plex server and it streams it all over the place for you basically so think about it this way if you're in itunes jail or android jail you can actually get your stuff out of there drop it in the plex and use it wherever you want anytime you want it's fantastic i love it love it fantastic
1: when you're in different locations how do you watch your movies and a lot of people watch on itunes i know that but um i do love this idea with plex is that you know it is multi-platform i guess you can really use it on all these different platforms and stuff and you know like roku and and on your devices and stuff but no matter where you're at you have it i think that's it's so
2: cool yeah i think it's the best way to do it because i mean with these different types of uh, media services i mean content providers make it really hard for you to watch what you want to watch where you want to watch yeah for instance, you could be at home recording stuff on your DVR, but the moment you get outside of your house, you can't use it anymore because the content provider wants you to buy a second copy of it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. Yeah, I'm not, I'm completely against that. So I take all my software, I rip it, I put it on my server, and I'm happy because I can use it anywhere I want on my iPhone. Uh, there's a web client, there's an Android client, there's an yeah. Apple TV client. You know, it's everywhere. Everywhere you can think about, it, you can watch it.
1: And it's completely legal too, which I love because so many people are like, well, that sounds illegal. I'm like, dude, did you buy the movie? Yeah. Well, then you own it. You can do whatever you want with it.
2: Yeah. You have a, you have the right to back your own movie up. Yep. Yep. That, that is completely legal.
1: I actually talked with uh, one of the guys at Plex uh, a little while ago. Now we were talking about from a podcasting standpoint and they're trying to do some video content stuff with podcasters, video podcasts and stuff. And it's very cool. But um, yeah, I, I love what they're doing, and I think it's fantastic because, yeah, you you buy the movie, but then you upload it to your Plex server, and then you can watch it wherever you want. And uh, You know, what's so funny is that I, I found that um, you can still go to like Target or other stores like that and get a release of like it's the Blu-ray digital and the DVD, and it's still cheaper than on iTunes half the time if you oh, get yeah. it right away. So it's like that first sale. But I love that because then you just go and you just rip it to your computer and upload it to to
2: Plex and boom. It's, it. it's it's everywhere at that point. There's a there's a service called Plex Cloud where you could connect your Plex server to a cloud provider like like um, OneDrive or Dropbox. The way I do it though, it's different. The actual Plex server is in my house. Okay, that's so right. My Mac is running the server software, and I have a I have a Drobo Five D, which is a direct attached drive. Nice. Uh, plugged into my um into my Mac Mini via Thunderbolt. And that has about 15 terabytes of storage on it. And it's about five terabytes full right now. Nice. So that's where all my content lives. It lives on this Drobo that actually replicates itself to another Drobo. I'm, I'm pretty secured at this point. <laughs> so, I love it. To me, it's like, dude, I
1: discovered this. Check this out. And then people go, that's awesome. I'm going to go look into it. So that's, that's why we that, talk about these cool things.
2: And it's kind of funny because once you get on, I had a friend that was telling me, uh, why are you using Plex? I'm like, just give it a shot. Yeah. Now he's like, where was this all my life? This is fantastic. I know. <laughs> you know? It's so, crazy. It's amazing. It's an amazing service. Okay, let me ask you a question. Speaking of things
1: we discovered and, you know, try out and see what we go. Have you ever heard of Caroluma fimbriata? It's a cactus like plant.
2: Uh, I have not, no. Okay. Um it sounds like a cheese. <laughs> 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 no, it's awesome.
1: <laughs> it's a fine cheese aged for 6,000 years. It's really good. Uh, I was, <laughs> I was reading about this because I'm always trying, you know, I look at like health hacks and stuff like that and trying to make sure that the body's working the way it should. One of the things I was reading about was like the digestive enzymes that allow your body to properly break down things, which, you know, you a lot of this stuff you're going to find in foods, but sometimes we either don't get enough of it because the soils aren't nutrient rich or, Oh, we may just not eat those things, which is our own fault. Right. But um, I was reading about like bromelain uh, lipase, amylase. Those are the three digestive enzymes apparently that they recommend, but they're designed to basically break down protein, fat and sugar properly. Like that's, it's already in your body, but it's just ensuring that you're breaking things down properly. Right. But then I was reading about this. um, Well, like I said, it's a cactus like plant from probably from the same family. And a lot of these guys uh, in India will actually go out and eat some of the plant or the the root or whatever it is uh, of this caroluma fimbriata. And and the whole point is to suppress your appetite so that your body and your brain are not going like, oh, my gosh, like I'm starving, especially when a lot of these guys uh, and it's specifically talked about when they're in India and they go off for days. There's not a lot of food for whatever reason. Um, and so they'll, they'll take this with them and they'll help to suppress their appetite, but still allow them to survive. So it's not like they're starving themselves per se. Uh, but anyway, apparently people have talked about that. This can, this specific plant can actually help to uh, suppress the, uh, there's a back. So there's different types of bacteria in our stomach. I'm trying to explain this. I'm not a science, scientist here, but there's good bacteria. There's bad bacteria and there's a, a bad bacteria called candida. Are you familiar with that? Right. Yep. And the bad bacteria feeds on sugar and crap and all the bad stuff, right? Right. If you give your body a lot of bad food, then that grows and grows and grows and causes tons and tons of problems that you may or may not even know about. And then eventually it just hits you hard, right? So right. apparently this caroluma fibriata helps to suppress the candida from telling your brain I'm starving and craving these bad foods.
2: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. So it's not necessarily suppressing hunger per se. It's it's helping to suppress the bad food cravings. So it's like, dude, I can't wait to have some popcorn or, or, you know, my cookie right now or whatever. It's not to say that you don't, you know, you can't enjoy it. It's just to say it's helping to suppress that a little bit. Uh, And again, I don't, I don't know how many case studies they have done. It's just something I just read about. And I thought, Ooh, this might be interested in looking into a little bit more. I'm going to
2: look into that too. That sounds
1: awesome. Yeah. I'm always a little, you know, hesitant to start consuming things like this that I don't know about, but that's why I like to look into them and see what they're all about. I'm curious now. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Not a problem. I mean, and again, I don't know how much like some people will tout this carolumifibriata as a weight loss uh, supplement, and that's not what it does. It doesn't help you lose weight. It just helps to suppress your cravings for certain foods. So yeah, if you take this and still eat crap, you're not going to lose any weight, but if you take this and you're like, well, no, I'm not craving those bad foods, so I'm going to eat healthier. Well, then, yeah, you might lose some weight or you might become healthier or get your blood sugar down or whatever. I don't know. I'm just, I'm always looking into things like that.
2: Yeah, me too. Because, you know, I mean, I'm I'm not that skinny and I would like to get skinny again. <laughs> Dude, but you're like, you're like uh, uh, Luke Cage. We talked about this because of how big you are. Hey, I'm working on it and I'm trying to get my guns a little bigger, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how they could get any bigger. They're already like the size of my chest. Well, we'll talk again in August. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Well, remember it's not about weight. It's about health.
2: Exactly. I feel, I feel healthy. I love it. That's good. That's good. Well, I don't feel healthy. I know I'm healthy.
1: I edit a podcast actually. um, It's called pain reframed. It's a great show by the way. My, my PT uh, is one of the hosts of it. One of the things they talked about, uh, they interviewed somebody and I love this is she said, you know, a lot of people will rely on like doctors or drugs or supplements to kind of heal their, their body from bad decisions. And she's like, you know, you only have one body <laughs> and so treat it well. And, and I, that really impacted me, you know, based on some of the stuff we were talking about, it's like, I've not always treated my body well. And this isn't even just with food. This is with, you know, doing stupid things and physically hurting your body kind of thing, uh, whether you
2: intend to or not. Just snapping your fingers up playing basketball. You, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly exactly not intentional but it, it's very interesting and I, I love what she said you only have one body treat it well and i thought man that's a really good thing to remember so anyway i just wanted to to share that but interesting stuff on the health
2: i try my best to stay in you know as fit as possible i i walk a lot i try and uh you know try and get to the gym do a little couple things there but i usually like to be out in the in the open you know yeah do a lot of hikes if i can or not too much running because of my feet but yeah. A lot of walking, a lot of drinking water. I mean, I get about a gallon of water, a day minimum. Nice. So, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to be active, you know.
1: And it's hard. I mean, I, I do get it. It's hard. And especially, you know, uh, in the winter time here, I'm not a big winter kind of guy. I don't like cold. So for me personally, you know, getting out in the winter is very difficult. And And I love biking. So it's like this time of year, I just got my bike tuned up, ready to go. And I'm ready to just kind of bike most places rather than drive, which is great. But during the winter, man, it's tough. I, so I, I understand. It's not easy to get out and do that kind of stuff sometimes. And But,
2: I, you know, pick something fun. Pick something you love. Yeah, and do it. I think that's yeah. the key. I have the perfect thing. You could go hiking and play Zelda at the same
1: time. See, that would be cool. Or See? it's like even getting on like a treadmill or, or on a bike or something and just like exercise bike and just sit there and play Zelda. That's a great idea. There you go. I'd You'll like get that, man.
2: hours into that bike ride and not even know it. Oh, I like this. So anyway, all right, man, well, I know you got to
1: run. You, you are a, a popular busy man with a lot of very important things to do. Far more important than being here on the show. So I want to make sure we, <laughs> we wrap up in style, but I do have another person coming on right after you and he's an agent of some kind. So, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but, but let's, I just want to say thanks for being on, man.
2: No, thanks for having me as usual and keep up the great work. I, I love the show and keep it going. I appreciate it, man.
1: And it's, I, I always appreciate your feedback too. Cause it's always like, Hey, I usually like to gauge whether or not the show is good based on, on, you know, feedback from you as, as for sure. One of the people.
2: So oh, if, if, if there's something that was off, you'll hear from me. <laughs> I know I will.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Well, thanks CJ oh, thunder. It was a pleasure as TJ's- always, man. We'll we'll get you back on again and have some fun. Sounds good. Have a good one. I have to share one more story really quick. Easter. We were looking forward to taking some downtime, you know, um, and so one of the things we wanted to do was like, let's just go ride our bikes in the afternoon. Speaking of riding bikes, you know, because it was such a beautiful day. It was wonderful. So we get out, we get on my bike and and, and Sarah gets on hers and I'm look, we're, we're, we're riding along and all of a sudden. I'm going, this feels weird. It feels like we're hitting bumps in the road. It's kind of like the thump, 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 thump. And I look back and uh, nothing. I don't know what's going on. So finally, I stopped. Look at the back wheel, and it looks like that the tire is starting to shred. Like you can see the fibers underneath the rubber, and it was coming apart from the rim and everything. And I thought this probably is not a good idea. So I'm like, let's go uh, put the bike let's let's ride home. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't get too far. Put the bikes on the jeep, take it to the bike shop, and we get everything all set up ready to go. Jeep won't start.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! Well thankfully the uh the issue with the jeep was very minimal but you know it wouldn't do anything at all so we're like well well we've got you know towing included in our insurance so let's just have them come out and they can take it over to our mechanic and everything but uh, it turned out it was actually a uh a bad connection on the battery on the terminal i think is what it was i honestly am not somebody who knows cars i wish i knew more about cars than i did than i actually do but oh my gosh so anyway it was interesting though that thankfully a quick fix not expensive and all that so we put the, uh, the bikes on the, on the Subaru instead, <laughs> took it over, and the guy at the uh, bike store was like, yeah, this, um, this was about ready to kind of go out on you pretty quickly and uh, would not have been a pretty sight. So thankfully got that all done. The Jeep's back, the bike's back. I'm ready to bike now. I'm excited. But it was kind of funny because, you know, it was intended to be kind of a, a restful afternoon on Easter and just kind of relax and all that happened. But you know what was really cool? Neither Sarah nor I were freaking out about it. We weren't negative about it. We weren't worried about it. And I can't say that that's always been the case for me personally. Sometimes I kind of get bent out of shape about stuff like that. I'm like, Oh my gosh. But for the most part, it was just like, all right. Oh, well, let's just do this, take care of it and move on. But kind of a funny story. So hope your Easter was good though. Hope you've had a good week so far. This is I love ending weeks, right? Well, I know it's been a while since we've chatted with a personage of fictional significance And this ended up being a little bit of a challenge to get the great Agent Smith here on The Real Brian Show. He's been busy monitoring the internet and, well, you know, all of us. Now, Mr. Smith is known for his presence in the Matrix trilogy, of course, and also, like I said, your computers and your privacy. Welcome to The Real Brian Show. Oh, wow.
0: it has been a long time.
1: You know, it has, and always been a fan of you invading our privacy, by the way.
0: As you can see, we've had our eye on you for some
1: time now. I think we're all aware of that. All right, so, Agent- Smith will suffice. Oh, sorry, Smith. uh, I can't believe you're actually here in person, though. (laughs) I gotta say that, and that it's actually
0: really you. Yes, me. Me, too. (sighs) me, The best thing about being me, there's so many me- Huh. We are here because of you.
1: Uh, what do you mean because of me? Because
0: of you. I've changed. I'm unplugged. A new man, so to speak.
1: Really? Yes. Huh. Well, I'm not sure I really understand how I helped you become a new man.
0: Oh, I can. I really should thank you for it. After all, it was your life that taught me the purpose of all life.
1: Wow. I had no idea. Well, you know, my goal here has been for The Real Brian Show to not just, you know, laugh and have fun, of course, but really help make a difference in this world.
0: I know it does. I've seen it. That's why the rest of me is just going to enjoy the show.
1: Well, all right, then. I like that. Changing gears just a little. Your performance in The Matrix was absolutely
0: fantastic, by the way. Thank you.
1: You really do quite well as a heinous villain.
0: Oh, I'm not so bad once you get to know me.
1: Uh, Well, yeah, but that was just you in an acting role, right? It doesn't matter. Well, it sort of does. Really? Well, yeah. You disappoint me. I'm just wanting to know if that was really you or your character in The Matrix. That's all. Yeah, it's true, but as you can see, things are a little different now. Uh, Well, like in what way? This
0: reality, whatever you want to call it, I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it.
1: Um... I can
0: taste your stink. What? Every time I do, I fear that I've somehow been infected
1: by it. What does that have to do with your acting or, well, anything for that matter?
0: I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here.
1: Okay.
0: It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Wait. Every mammal on this planet... ...instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply, and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive. Okay, I'm
1: just going to cut you off. Like you're, you're just quoting The Matrix now. Yes. Uh, okay, you almost had me going there for a minute.
0: Maybe you knew I was going to do that.
1: Maybe you didn't. Well, no, I definitely did not expect that. You have no choice but to continue as planned. Well, actually, our time's about up, so what specifically would you like to tell our community?
0: It seems that you've been living two lives. You have a social security number. You pay your taxes. The other life is lived in computers and are guilty of virtually every computer crime we have a law for. One of these lives has a future, and one of them does not.
1: Uh, okay. I- anything else?
0: Never send a human to do a machine's job.
1: That's seriously your advice and encouragement for us this week? Yes. Uh, well, you know what the music means. That is
0: the sound of inevitability.
1: Yes, it is. Thank you, Agent Smith. Thank you. Goodbye. And thank you very much for joining me here on The Real Brian Show. Hope you have an amazing weekend. We'll be back on Monday to talk about something very important. Living until you die. Oh, I love this idea. RealBrianShow.com And again, enjoy your weekend. I'm The Real Brian signing off.
2: The Real Brian Show is a production of 514
0: Media at 514mediaempire.com.